Hey, this is Dylan Rogers, director of Bold View. I'm so excited that you're checking out the podcast today. I'm hoping and praying that it helps you grow in passion, prayer, purity, and purpose. I hope to see you on Monday nights at Bold Youth or maybe at our Bold Conference this summer in Kansas City. We are determined to see a generation in bold pursuit of King Jesus. Hey, Bold Youth, so glad to be with you. I hope quarantine is treating you well. Allie and I are enjoying ourselves being together and uh, we're still preparing for baby Emerson to be with us in a a couple months. We're still excited. We're praying for you though, praying that God is continuing to bless you and you are still finding community and keeping some sanity in your homes. Uh, We are so excited to share again with you tonight. I hope you're enjoying the devotionals that we're posting as well as joining our prayer meetings. would love to continue seeing you jumping on there and commenting and uh, just engaging in the prayer meetings at 12 p.m. every day uh, with our team here at Radiant. We are just so excited to continue pouring into you over the internet during this season uh, where things are are changing and we are uh, just figuring this out together. And uh, we just hope that you are continuing to be blessed and, and finding God uh, in the midst of a little bit of, of chaos going on in, in our country. So tonight, I'd, I'd love to talk to you tonight about uh, the Great Commission and what it looks like for us to continue walking in uh, an attitude of purpose, in a, uh, a, just a mentality that God has placed us here in this season for a reason. So we're gonna be in Matthew chapter 28. If you're taking notes, uh, you can title this message, The Next Move, The Next Move. Matthew 28, Jesus gives his final command according to the gospel, uh, according to Matthew. He says this in verse 18, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So he's saying, I have the authority, I have the power, it's mine. Then he speaks to the the disciples here and he says, therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the great commission that you have called us to be on mission with you, that it's not just a, a mission you're sending us on, but it's a mission that you are going with us. God, we love you and we are thankful that we have uh, the authority given from you to make a difference in our communities. That even in this time where this virus is, is trying to cause destruction, that you have called us to be uh, light bearers, to be ones who bring life to these situations. So God, tonight I ask that you would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation of how we can walk in the Great Commission, even in this time. We love you and it's in your name we pray. Everybody said amen and amen. So I don't know about you guys, but um, you may not know this about me, but I actually really enjoy playing chess. And I know you guys have heard this story a thousand times about this great chess champion. I'm not going to share it tonight, but we are going to talk a little bit about how that can correlate with the Great Commission. But in the game of chess, you have all these different pieces that have all of these these different responsibilities or roles in the game. And of course, your main objective is to capture the king or get a, a checkmate. And I think even when we look at our lives, when we look at the, the spiritual realm, it may just be, be me, but I often think about chess games or a chess match. 
And just my imagination, I think of, of the enemy being on one side, Lucifer, Satan, the enemy on one side, and then God being on the other. And there's this, this great cosmic chess game unfolding. And there's been different moves over time when God created man and of course, Lucifer attacks and tricks us into, into sin and, and rebelling against God. Well, then God responds and he gives us the animal sacrifice so that we could be redeemed. Then over time, over decades, over centuries of time, we see God and, and Lucifer in this battle and this, this chess match for humanity all the way down until we see this, this 500 years of silence between man and God. Then we enter into the New Testament where Jesus shows up on the scene and God in the form of man enters into our lives. And we see Jesus making the ultimate sacrifice, making the, the ultimate move on this chess game where he gives his life for humanity, taking on sin, taking on death that came with that sin, dying on the cross. And at that moment, I can imagine the enemy thinking, I've done it. I've, I've killed Jesus. I've, I've gotten rid of the savior of humanity. I've won this game. But then Jesus makes the ultimate move that we all know. And he is raised from the grave where he waged war himself and conquered death. It says he took the keys of death and the grave. And now he holds those and they're his. And that we, that same spirit that lifted Jesus from the grave now lives in us. And I just love that scene. I love that great move that gave us authority. But what I love the most is it wasn't the last move that God had. So there was a, a next move. There was a move that was coming after that, that the devil didn't even see. He didn't even realize was going to happen. But that this whole whole war, this whole game, this whole battle that was being waged wasn't just so that man could be redeemed, but it was so that we could continue making a difference for God on earth. And here in this time, we see an attack of the enemy, one that most of us have never seen before. I know we've seen viruses in the past, but this one's been just a little crazy. It's been just different on how we've responded as a, as a country, as a state against this thing. But I believe that the next move is still very real and that that next move is us. And he's very clear in this when he says that we're gonna go out and we're gonna baptize people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we're gonna teach them the ways of Jesus. We're gonna teach them the things that he's taught us. This next move, Bold, is you. It's you. It's this anointing that God has now given us through the Holy Spirit talks about it in Acts chapter two, that on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came through like a violent wind in the room where the, the disciples were in. And it says that as the Holy Spirit came upon them, they began to give utterance in other tongues where different nations, different uh, people groups could, could understand these words that they were speaking. And you read all through the books of Acts, these amazing works or acts of the supernatural realm that they were walking in because of the Holy Spirit. And it's that same thing that I believe was the next move. And it didn't end with the disciples, but it was to be carried on from generation to generation to generation. I love this, this song that we've all been listening to that, that Carrie Job and her, her husband Cody just released um, called The Blessing. 
And just this song about God's blessing being on, on us and our families, but also our children and our children's children. And I just love that idea that the blessing of God, the anointing of God, the Holy Spirit that was poured out on the day of Pentecost is still here. He still reigns, he's still with us. And our response is that great commission that we would pray for people with boldness, that we would teach them the ways of God because that's what he wants us to do. That's what grace is for. Not that we, we live continuing in sin, continuing in the same things that try to entangle us and keep us trapped in our past, that we would be set free from those, that we would have the grace to overcome those things so that we could teach people the, the way of Jesus, to walk in prayer, to walk in purity, to walk in a passionate pursuit of him, to walk on purpose. The next move is your purpose, bold. Each one of you individually have a purpose. Just like every piece on a chessboard, you have a, a purpose, a role to play in this, this kingdom that we're serving. That while we're here on earth, we would make a difference. That we would be on mission with God, commission with God through his Holy Spirit. And my prayer for you is that you would have words of knowledge, that you would have words of wisdom, that you would be young prophets that rise up with a voice for your generation. And I'm believing with you that this, this whole virus, coronavirus, it will not end in death, but it's going to end in young people rising up, lifting their voices of praise, believing that God is still on the throne, knowing that he is real and he is still moving and that he will use us to make a difference, that we are the next move, that it's not over. It's not gonna end here. The battle will go on and we will keep stomping the devil every day. He will not win in this season because there's gonna be young people like you that rise up, that live in faith, that live on mission with God. Believe this, that God knows the plans he has for you, that they're plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. That's in Jeremiah. God's preparing us in this season, but he's poured out his spirit to give us confidence, to give us a boldness, to fulfill the plan that he has for our lives, to go out and, and fulfill the great commission. That's what Jesus gave his life for. That's what the ultimate move was for. Him dying on the cross, it didn't just end in death. It ended in him being the resurrected king him being the one who, who conquered death, death and the grave so that we, his people, could walk in boldness and on mission. So if you would, right where you are, let's just pray together. Let's just believe that God is going to move, that he's still on the throne, that in the midst of this quarantine, in the, in the midst of, of isolation, that we won't be isolated from him, but we'll be so close. We can hear him. We can feel him that he can speak to us and we are so attentive to him, that his ears, as they're, they're pointed towards us, he hears our cries, he hears our petition for our, our planet, for the people to know him. Come on, if you believe it, just pray right where you are. Just pray that God would move in your life right now. Maybe you're walking in, in some sort of sin right now. 
The word says that we just have to, to repent of that. And that word repent, I know it sounds scary, but all it means is to, to turn the other direction. So if you're walking this way, that you just turn and you start walking the other way towards Jesus. It's not scary, it's just simply turning around, going the other direction. That's you tonight, just ask God, God, move in my life. I don't wanna keep walking in sin. I wanna, I wanna turn away, I wanna repent and I wanna walk in your way. I wanna walk in your will, your plan. Come on, maybe you're, you're listening to this tonight and you're questioning what is God's plan? What is the next move for me? What's my next move? Well, ask God, just say something like this. Jesus, I'm confused. I, I honestly don't have clarity here. Reveal your purpose for my life. What's my next move? What's the thing that I can do right now to make a difference? no matter how big, no matter how small. Come on, pray that. Be bold in that prayer right there. That's just a, a prayer of humility. No matter how big, no matter how small. God, what can I do to make a difference for the kingdom? Maybe tonight you're, you're questioning whether or not God can even, even talk to you. What I would recommend you do right now is just to sit. And the Psalms say, be still and know that he's God. It's when you're still, when you quiet your soul, when you, when you push out the music, the movies, the games, all the other things, just push them out. You be still, you be quiet. You'll know God. And how do you know God? He begins to talk to you. As you quiet yourself, as you're still, he talks. So God, right now, as students gathered across the country are being still, they're quieting their soul. I ask that you would speak to them right now, Lord, so clearly. <laughs> Tell them what you think about them, God. Give them a piece of your mind. Just love on them right now, Lord. That's who you are, it's what you do. Now, Bold, if you're praying, I want you to, to end with this. Just begin to declare that sickness has to be crushed right now. Whether it's sickness in your home, whether you know other people who have, who have gotten this coronavirus, just begin to pray boldly. Declare that it has to leave. Declare healing to fall down on households, on families, on friends. Lord, right now in Jesus' name, by your Holy Spirit, by the authority of Jesus, we declare that coronavirus has no hold on our country or on your people. Father, no matter where they're at in their walk with you, we know that you are faithful. You're a healing God. You are still in the healing business. So right now, in Jesus' name, we declare sickness to be crushed right now in the name of Jesus. We ask for healing over moms and dads. We ask for healing for our grandparents, Father, that there would be no death in Jesus' name but that there would be life and life abundant, that the thief is coming to try to steal from us and kill us and destroy us, but we will not stand for it, God. We will hold on to the life that you gave us, that the same spirit that lifted you from the grave is now in us. So we declare in Jesus' name over our country, over our schools, over families, healing, Lord, Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the podcast. Again, we're hoping and praying that it blesses you and helps you grow in passion, prayer, purity, 
and purpose. Go out and be bold.